Okay, well, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Energize Show. Here with main man Roscoe and BDK, Keeper Crosby. What's up, boys? All right, what's up, boys? How's the form? You well? I'm very well, yeah, very, very yeah. well. How's Cork treating you? Is it as good as Dublin? It's not as good as Dublin, but it's, fu- it's good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing as good as Dublin, but it's really good, yeah. Yeah, it's a great day out down here, isn't it? Like, people get to meet people that they've been following for ages. Nah, do you know what? The energy's the tops in the room. In fairness, I'm at the down a meet and greet there in the cage, and everybody's just on top form. Everyone's just fucking happy to see me. I'm happy to see them. And yeah, it's yeah. going really well, so. How's that make you feel? Um, grateful, yeah. I'm just, you know, it's, it's mad. I'm still just getting used to the fact that people are coming up and fucking... Like, we are saying upstairs, like, there's men coming up and they're, like, trembling and they're hugging me and telling me they love me. And I'm just like, what, this is a mad house. I just fight people in a cage, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not bleeding. That's special, but, hey, uh, it's, it's uh, humbling and uh, I'm very grateful that people would go out of their way to actually show support, come here and uh, support what we do, do, you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. I've grew up supporting, fighting, and now it's coming back to me nearly in a way, do you know what I mean? That people are supporting me on my rise to, to the top, so uh, yeah. I'm very, very grateful for everybody that's come out, to be honest, every single person. Yeah. I, I do think that's something that's very evident with the Irish. We do support our own, and I know a lot of fighters say, oh, they're dying to come over to Ireland to fight, uh, but I think they don't realise that if you're not Irish, you don't get that pop when yeah. you come out, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, like, yeah. when you came out in Bellator Dublin, like, you like you were the people's main event there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think you even said to myself afterwards, it doesn't matter where you are in the card, that's the main event. Uh, do you feel like you're always the main event? I think so. Yeah, look, it's it's everyone always makes this big ordeal of where I'm gonna be on the card. Oh, you should be up here. You should be down there. And I always say to people, it actually doesn't matter. Like you can put me on the first fight night. Everybody's gonna be on their feet. Everyone's gonna be buzzing. Yeah. I'm gonna blow the roof off the place more than anyone. And I like to call myself the main attraction more so than the main event. So I don't really care where you put me. And it was weird because last week it actually paid me dividends because when I went backstage. I'm not going to say the arena died down, but a lot of people left. And yeah. afterwards, everyone said to me, you know, it was it just showed that after I fought, people were like, all right, we're kind of done here now. Yeah. A little bit, you know, and I was like, it died down a little bit. And I think that just showed, again, we're, you know, maybe I should be the main event. But if they don't want to put me as the main event, yeah. I don't care, to be honest. I'm just going to still do what I do. So Was there any talks of that that you could have possibly been the headliner as well? Because a lot of people were yeah. like, oh, because like, once the couple of lads fell off, Peter Cree fell off, James fell off, then myself and Russell like who are they going to make main event and then they pick Leah but we were like oh there is like you were obviously in contention uh, I think it was obvious that everyone was going to go ah Kiefer's the main event now but uh, yeah. I think just the way it worked out was that like you know they put a spin on it with the female fight being the main event and Leah obviously yeah. Leah's a gr- I'm a big fan of Leah do you know what I mean and I, I really like Leah I have nothing but respect yeah. for her I think she's brilliant and uh, you know, I, I respect the fact that she's like a, a mother to a, a, a young girl, and she's like you know comes up to Dublin four or five times a week. Yeah, over, you know, drops her kid to school. Comes, up. I love all that. You know what I mean? That story yeah. to me is like a brilliant story, and mm. I think that's what they they went through at that time. But like me, going, like it's obvious, yeah, Kiefer's going to be the main event. But as I said. I'm on the card, and that's good enough for everyone. That's I think, it, yeah. whatever, regardless if I'm the top of the bill, middle, it doesn't matter. And you won. I always win. Most important. But I suppose you can look. I either win or I get disqualified. So yeah. <laughs> Whichever. I, I'm that good, yeah. That the only loss is to myself. So there you go. So. Well, I, I suppose you have to look at it this way as well. That you were actually on the Bellator 240 card, so you went out on the Paramount uh, out yeah. in the states. So it sort of gives you that bit more eyes across the pond which is always yeah. great for the for the career going forward you know what i mean so yeah. i think i suppose you were you were the co-main event uh, on that card so maybe they were like you know what Kiefer's Kiefer's good for the future so we'll we'll show him to the american audience i suppose i don't know if leah's fight was shown on american tv well no that's exactly what they're doing to be honest they're trying to build me in america and 
my brand gets bigger over there, it gets bigger everywhere, right? Yeah. So if you make it, in, in a, like obviously, look, I'm probably one of the biggest names in Irish MMA now, and that's great and all, but Definitely, like, yeah. well, you really want to increase your brand, you have to go to America, right? You have to go all around the world, and yeah. I think that's exactly what they're trying to do with me, and hopefully my next fight is going to be in America in a big stadium, like MSG or Boston or somewhere like that, you know what I mean? Uh, and then back to Dublin then at the end of the year or, or somewhere else in Europe. You know? how, so how, does that com- how does that conversation start with Bellator being like, right, I want to be in MSG, I want to be in all these different places? I walk up to them and I go, I'm going to be in MSG. And they go, right, no problem, Big Daddy. <laughs> Whatever you want, Big Daddy. And yeah. I go, thanks. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'd argue with you either. Uh, I think it's, it's, you know what, being Irish as well, yeah. going to either MSG or, or Boston or something like that, it's like, it's common sense. You know? It makes sense to have me there. Yeah. I'm such a big name here. For me to carry that Dublin and that Irish flag in MSG would be unbelievable, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, by the way, you changed your entrance music there the other day, didn't you? Maniac, do you tell yeah. Mark McCabe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, did you know it was, it was a bit of a flop, to be honest, because the fucking the sound system was uh, broke. We were saying that. Yeah, well. yeah. Was, uh, sound engineer blading uh, everyone's walking music was a bit brutal, to be well, honest. I, I was actually saying that, like, they hired up the volume yeah. when it didn't need to be hired up, and yeah. it wasn't high enough when it needed to be high enough. Yeah. And then we were sitting in media row, and like the speaker kept on like muffling beside us in the, in the middle of the fights, yeah. and I was like, I was like, all you have to do is put the fader down. I know, I know, I know. But like, look, the sound, the sound man needs to be replaced. I think everyone was just yeah. locked at that stage anyway, so they were like, whatever, just on that feed singing they're songs. Like, so like, it was it. all good. <laughs> it was all good. Yeah, and I, I think people when they go to Bellator Dublin now, like, there's like your walkout, and then there's like James' walkout, and then Peter Queeley with Zombie, and like, yeah. people are almost like as excited for the walkouts and the, and the yeah. tunes because like. Like you say, the Irish fans love to get behind uh, our fighters, and like it must be so intimidating for for Tato when he came out and then saw that. Like it no, it wasn't actually. To be honest, he was just stone cold. To be honest, even like that clip I put Bellator put up the other day of me backstage, like he was here. Do you know what I mean? And I, I was speaking to him, and I was like, I normally do speak to the, me opponents yeah. backstage, anyways. They're just oh, they're yeah. getting to a mad zone of. It's about I'm about to fight a man, do you know what I mean? So it's like whatever, and he was just there, and he was just staring straight at me with no emotion. And even walking out, he had a big smile on his face. He didn't get phased by the crowd. None of that phased him. Yeah. You know, he obviously he comes from a, a tough gym and a tough background. You seen the shape he was in. He was ready to fight and ready to kill. And yeah, I don't think any of that even bothered him. Plus, he didn't speak English. That didn't fucking it didn't work out in my favor. That I was speaking <laughs> to him because yeah. he didn't understand what I was saying anyway. So yeah. and what were you saying uh, to him? I can't even remember to be honest. Mad shit. Yeah, I won't, I won't repeat it now. I, I assume you're telling me you're going to kill him and the, the likes. Maybe along al- those lines. Maybe along the lines of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you find that works that you get into your opponent's head when you talk that? No, that I'm not even. Thing? I just be myself. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm about to fight. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's just the way I fight. Mm. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's not emotional on my end or I'm just being myself and whatever I feel in the moment. If I see him, he's staring at me. I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. You know. And is there a feeling of fear when you go into that cage for yourself? Yeah. yeah? Of course, mate. I'm, I'm fighting for my life here. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get beat. I don't want to get humiliated. I don't want to get clipped. Mm. You can name any great fighter, do you know what I mean? And, and the plan, like Tyson was clipped. You know, Ali was clipped. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? George was clipped. Loads of great fighters were clipped and hurt. And I'm not gonna say, oh, well, I'm just above all them. I have the ability to be knocked out. And if I'm not, if I'm not afraid, that's when I'll get afraid. That fear keeps me alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. That fear keeps me sharp, and that fear keeps my defensive mechanism switched on and you see people going in and, and after they lose they say oh, I just wasn't nervous this time I was a bit lazy I was a bit you know I didn't really you know I do get uh, nervous I do get that fear but that fear keeps me alive and keeps me sharp and keeps it's you. almost a positive thing you know what I mean yeah, people always say they associate fear with a bad thing like a negative term but I actually think yeah. it's a, if I'm not afraid I'm afraid you know what I mean uh, would, so, you, would you say you're more or less because, because like you have a family now as well or when you're no, starting none of that comes less. into it no that's no. all done you know what I mean this is a 
it's like going to work, you know what I mean? You can't think of your family when you're doing your 9 to 5 job, right, all the time. You know, yeah, you collect the bill and you're going home, but in a fight, it's, I'm not just thinking of my family all the time, right? I'm training yeah. in the gym, I'm pushing myself, I'm making way. Obviously, my family's in the back of my head, but when it's one-on-one with another man, it's just, it's a job at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a fight, and I have to just get in there and fight and figure out a way to win. And There's no emotion, there's no nothing else other than strategy, win, and that's it, and stay yeah. safe, you know what I mean? Like, so, obviously, you're one of the most known Irish fighters here, like, but... Not many people know where you actually you're like where it all came from. Like, how, how did you first? Like, you were in kick, you were into kickboxing, wasn't it? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get you, you started doing MMA. Like, how, how did that how did that all come about? Well, I started doing like kickboxing and like points fighting and like karate and stuff years ago when I was a kid. And yeah, how, how, how did that begin? How did that begin? Uh, well, where again, where I come from, like, would be like a pretty rough enough area. Do you know what I mean? And where exactly, you, where exactly is that? I know it's the north in the city of Dublin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so around yeah. Dublin Seven, around the like Smithfield area, Church Street, Greek right. Street flats, right, that yeah. kind of area. I worked there. It's great. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, it's it. better now than it was when I was growing up. Yeah. So yeah, you up to D Seven. My brother-in-law and all's here. He's from up the road as well. D Seven represented. You up? Uh, <laughs> but again, it would have been like a rough enough area, and if you didn't yeah. know how to fight. You're gonna find it the hard way kind yeah. of job, and uh, I would have been in a lot of like fights and confrontation. There would have been always a lot of tension around the area, and you'd be afraid to walk up to the shop on your own, or you'd be always just afraid that something's gonna pop off anytime. Yeah, do you have any? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Uh, yeah, I have an older brother. Yeah. You have an older brother. Yeah. Was yeah. he into it as well? No, not really. No, okay, no, no. Okay. Um, All right, so you got into the kickboxing anyway. Uh, mainly, and then I just joined the local, the closest gym to my house, which was like a five-minute walk up the road. Yeah. Joined down as a kid, and then I started competing straight away, do you know what I mean, uh, within about under a year, in points fighting. Yeah. Um, that was the first thing I started competing in. I just I, I got hooked on it. I loved the competition. I loved everything about it. Yeah. Then uh, I just kept kick, kick, kickboxing for years, and I got hooked. Uh, and and did you get any street fights then? When you were doing your points fight, did some, oh, some, loads, some, yeah. some, <laughs> people, I'm sure people, uh, <laughs> you were end of the end of those fights a lot faster than you used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't points fighting on the street fight that way, but, um, but yeah, no, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And then how did you come across like uh, SVG and training yeah. on well, the John Connor? Kick, obviously, I kickboxed all the way up till I was about 18. Yeah. And then I've done the world championships and I lost. And I, they, it, there was a lot of um, politics in kickboxing, you know what I mean? So yeah, I've heard. if you weren't the favourite, you'd probably just end up losing, do you know what I mean, on the scorecards. And I was fighting an English lad and there was four English judges and an English referee. And I was just thinking, before I even went there, thinking, how am I going to win this fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. And in kickboxing, head guards and gloves and all that kind of stuff. And it was actually a full contact fight. And uh, I won the fight, hands down, yeah. and I lost the decision. And even my opponent came up and was like, man, you won that fight. And that was the World Championships. It meant so much to me. And after yeah. that, I just lost heart. And I was like, this is stupid, this sport. Yeah. You know, you put so much into it. It's so much training, money, effort. And then you lose on a decision that's corrupt. And I'm up on the podium getting a bronze medal. And he's getting a gold medal. And it's just like, what, yeah. you know, what is and this? Like, like that. And he even admitted it to me. His coaches were like, oh, I was a robbery, you know. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to go into a sport where... Finishing people is more like easier to do. You know, there's more options. I can yeah. choke them, submit them. Them smaller gloves. I always had them ahead. If I hit someone with them smaller gloves, I just don't think they'll be able to stand there with me or something. So yeah. I put my mind on that then, and then uh, I just got obsessed with learning new arts of how to fight and grapple. I never re respected grappling before I grappled. Yeah. I always thought like no one would be able to take me down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Why are they gonna just drag me to the floor? Yeah. Hardly. Yeah, that's what. Ke and then I bleed and grapple with someone who's about sixty kilos and they're strangling me. Uh, we previously had Keen Kelly on the show as well, and he said that he said like he thought he was yeah. gonna transition very easily, and then once he started doing the grappling with Lee, obviously he was like, he was like it's a whole. Different yeah. Game. You have to grapple to understand. Do you know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent. Uh, I've done a few BJA classes and like. You get put into a pretzel and you just start laughing. I just start laughing. I was like, "Oh my god! Like I'm so vulnerable." And yeah. like you just think, like I'm like, "Oh, I'm a big guy. Like I should be able to like, yeah. like 
that fella's not going to be able to take me out. And then I get turned into a pretzel, and then you're just like, oh shit, yeah. it's like, that fella could actually kill me if he wanted to. And there's nothing yeah, I can do about well, it. Like, there's levels to everything, do you know what I mean? So, like, mm. there's always going to be someone better than you, especially at Jiu Jitsu. Mm. Um, Lee Hammond's doing great at the moment. Uh, like, he's actually, he rang me there only about 15 minutes ago. He's in the finals now in the ADCCs. Yeah. Um, he beat three people today, two black belts, submitted two black belts today in the he's ADCCs in um, Amsterdam. And he's in the finals right now as we speak against a high level uh, black belt again. And he's gone over there on his own, off his own back. Yeah. He's a beast, that lad. Yeah. yeah. Lee Hammond is a name that. Remember the name because yeah, in a few definitely. years you're gonna be like fuck. He just blew out an hour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Do, you, do you feel like because SBG Ireland is like just so well known for having uh, jiu-jitsu people, the practitioners? Did that bring you on very fast? Did you learn very quick? Yeah, it was funny because like my first MMA fight, I was in the kickboxing gym. I wasn't in SBG, and uh, I learned how to do jiu-jitsu on YouTube. I used to toy <laughs> being there. Uh, yeah, I used to toy. Who, who are you watching? It wasn't even YouTube was it actually. Was it him? Uh, no, it was um, <laughs> what was the name of it? Fucking um, not Tenth Planet. It was it was just some website. It wasn't even. Well, it was like a crazy sort of breakdown. No, it no? wasn't. It was more like Eddie Bravo stuff, believe it or not. But not Eddie Bravo. It was a like rubber garden. So I learned how to do jujitsu on the internet, basically. And I'd learn a move, and then I'd go practice it on whoever was in the gym, and he wouldn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to learn as much as I could. Had me first fight, and my first MMA fight. I thought I was gonna just kickbox. I ended up taking him down an armbar on him. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just winging it. Was that, <laughs> was that battle zone? We're, no, it was in England actually. It was in Newcastle against a, a Newcastle lad. It was a setup fight. They sent me up to Lewis and I went over and ended up winning with yeah. one of them jobs. It's on YouTube actually, check it out, it's mad. Yeah. I'm about like 80 and 90 and in a little fat belly on me and all. I <laughs> middle way, it was mad. Yep. Eating Burger King the day before the fight and all, eating lasagna the day off the fight. Getting the carbs protein that's, in. That's what I thought, yeah, carb loads. Man, yeah. I used Drinking to bottles of Coke, oh, eating chocolate and all, yeah, man. Oh, down there. One you, of them you're, jobs. you're working with uh, Tyler Minton now, aren't you? No, no, no. no? Tristan Kennedy. Oh, Tristan and, Kennedy, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Tristan sorry. Kennedy, yeah. Uh, how, how's that going for you? Because you're on the way down to 155, am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, I just don't think I'll be able to do what I'm doing. Him and uh, John Connery of the Irish Strength Institute, the two of them are. are he the red haired fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him, yeah, He's yeah. been with me a long time. He's my strength trainer and my like, cardio trainer, and then obviously Tristan's my nutritionist, and uh, he comes out and cooks for me the week of the fight and makes sure, sure everything's on perfect point. Do you, do you tell him what you like, or is he just sort of like, here, look? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I tell him what I don't like, basically. That's easier <laughs> to do, do you know what I mean? I just, and then he just gives me. Uh, what don't you like? It's your, well, I, you know what I mean? If I had my way, I'd just eat bleeding burgers and chips all the time. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just, That's what I do. I, no, I'd, I'd, eat, I'd eat anything to be honest if, I, if I'm on yeah. weight. You know what I mean? If, once I make the weight, I don't care what he puts in front of me. And all yeah. of his food is top of the range. Though. Joey, it's class form, this sort of stuff, the way like, everything is down to the last like, gram. It's just so on point. Yeah. So professional. Obviously, it is a professional sport, but like the way they, that everyone's treating it, it's like something to be admired, you know? Yeah, well, not everyone treats it like that, you know what I mean? Again, as I said, I said up there on the the speech earlier, you know, like, yeah. everyone comes into this and does their own thing, right? And that's fine, but yeah. the ones that are the most disciplined are the ones that end up on top, and that's it. And the rest get filtered out along the way. And you see a few people win a few fights, and that's it. They think they've made it, or they win a few quid, and that's it. And they think they made yeah. No, you haven't, do you know what I mean? It's it's not over until it's over, until you walk away from the sport. And you see that a lot with top-tier fighters, they fall off. It's because they're getting too comfortable with the lifestyle they have now, or well, they're getting too lazy, or they're, oh, I'm going to move up away, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to... And you're like, you just lost that discipline that you had at the start when you had nothing. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. right now, I think it's important to keep that. And even though I'm doing well in Bellator, yeah. I'm still going to have the frame of mind that I'm nothing and I have nothing and I'm, I'm broke. And I'm, I'm going to keep that in my head because 
you can get caught up in like, oh, I have money now. Yeah. I don't have to fucking diet anymore. I don't have to wake up early and train. I'll go to the gym late. I'll only do one session a day. Yeah. And you see people doing that and then they lose. And I don't want to ever be that for you. Do, so. do you think that'll be hard to, to, hard to keep that, that like level head? Because like so many people are like praising you all the time that it could be easy to maybe no. get caught up in it a bit. I never get caught up in it, to be honest. I've said it a million times. There's nothing special about me. I'd, and I'll say that until the day I die. I don't go, I'm yeah. human, you're human. Yeah. I'm only better at everybody at fighting. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> everything else, we're all, we're all good. You're probably better than me at everything else. But if you want to have a fight off me, you'll probably lose. That's it. Yeah. But I'm equal to everyone else, you know what I mean? And I, I think people just put athletes and the fighters on a pedestal. And yeah. that's in, like footballers and fucking, I've seen, and they're blowing these people up because they're famous yeah. or whatever. Sure, you've a mural back in Dublin that people don't know. By subset, exactly. wasn't I know, it? murals, yeah. Murals and all going yeah. around the streets. I remember I said that to you before, and I was, I was like, <laughs> I know. You're like, I, know. I better not catch anyone pissing on that wall. If I catch anyone pissing on that wall, I swear to God, man. Just going <laughs> yeah, there and guarding guard with me life every day. I think oh, the corpo not. actually ripped that building down, believe it or not. Did it, yeah? He said I was too ugly for the building, so they just ripped the oh, whole building down. Man. So I'll have to get another one up soon. I know, I think you're a handsome fella. What's called? Obviously, you grew up and there was like you know fighting, fighting on the brain. But was there any other sport that you were interested in, or did you have any you know sporting heroes when you're growing up? No, my Tyson would have been the only one that was my my uh, idol when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I remember being like a, a bo- like I can't remember how old I was, very young, and I remember he was on the telly, and I remember I was just froze and me sitting around looking at the telly, thinking this is a this is a movie, this isn't real. It was like a highlight clip of him just sparking people and people dropping and yeah. the Trevor Berwick knockout and the guy just kept falling down and I was like, this isn't real, you know what I mean? This yeah, is obviously yeah, fake yeah. or staged, yeah. like the WWF. And then obviously when I well, found out real. it was real, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when I found out it was real, I was like, fuck, that's, he's the most incredible fighter I've ever seen. Yeah. And back then obviously he was, you know what I mean? He was the most feared man of the yeah, world. Yeah. And, I lo- and then obviously I got into his philosophy and learned about more customado mm. and the mentality. And I liked the way he trained, he was so intense and so, it, it wasn't about winning the fights on scorecards or anything like that. It was about, no, I'm going to get him over there now, do you know what I mean? As soon as it starts, yeah, we're fighting. Mm. It's not like pick your shots and move around. And yeah. if you went past the second round, everyone was nearly like, oh, that's weird, you know. And that was my mentality at the start. And I, I like to kind of apply the same to, to, to the sport I'm doing. Well, it just goes to show with Tyson that, you know, there's no room in the game for complacency. You know, he ended up getting complacent. He ended up being distracted. He was very badly guided you know what I mean yeah. and like having that level head is like very very important you know what I mean yeah. and you, yeah. what's called I can sort of see it in yourself like you don't like to let it go to the judges scorecards you know what I mean no. you like to let it get it done inside there I, I know you were like actually apologised that yeah. I went to the judges scorecard I know like I mean like, at the end I said upstairs as well fighting is harder than it looks you know and, and the people may look and say oh it looks hard man it's harder than that you know, I'm in there literally trying to get this bloke out there. I had your man's back last week and I was convinced this is done now. But he was actually very good. And it's like, it's yeah. it's difficult to finish these people all the time. And, you know, he had his, his attributes. He was good at uh, hitting me and moving around and mm. defending the neck. And he had no bleeding neck to choke. I said that a few weeks ago on, on Instagram. And it, again, I went to the judges and I didn't want to go to the judges. I wanted a first round knockout. And sometimes it just doesn't go that way, you know. But look... Getting well, the hand raised is the most important thing about fighting. Winning is everything in fighting. Was, was there any doubt when they were calling it scorecards no. to you, wasn't it? No, but the only doubt was that uh, we were upstairs in the locker room, in my opinion, Richie Smullen won his fight. Yeah, and then the, well. the decision went against him, and we were all like, what like, the hell? What are the judges thinking? And the only doubt in my mind was like, imagine the judges do this now, do you know what I mean? Again, like they're going to give him the... But I actually think, I, watching the fight back a few times, I won the three rounds, they gave it a split. 
but it was the tree. It was a tree. Do you know what was actually really funny about that? Are you going to say the same thing? Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. George Crosby. <laughs> I was like, George, everyone's going to think this is yeah. And he actually went against me. I was like, oh, yeah. well, I might be he went against me instead of for me because people would say, that's his brother. No, that happened last time as well, didn't it? Crosby, Crosby was there. Jim no, no, no. This, that's my only ever split decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's Crosby well, boy. I'm Crosby and OE, so we're not actually. It's all right. But Douglas Crosby was as. Uh, George like a million fights so like it actually yeah, yeah, it actually legit, lad, yeah. it, it actually sort of breaks your heart though <laughs> it, yeah, it sort of breaks your heart that like you know what I mean he's, George a million fights and then like still you know he, he gets it wrong you know what I mean yeah. uh, it's one of those things where it's like judging and fighting is something that like really needs to be looked at funny enough yeah I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not but I think he made a mistake because there was an email sent I actually think the MC called it out the other way around by mistake he didn't give the round to him. He actually gave the round to me afterwards. But the MC called it out wrong. So when he went to the scorecards, it was actually the MC that announced it wrong. Do you understand? Yeah, so yeah, it I wasn't you, yeah. actually like... So, so I it, was, it was 29, 28, unanimous decision. I, and me, then, for the yeah. second. I think that was a mistake on the scorecard. Now, I only found that out... Um, what day is it? Sorry, I only found like Friday or, or Thursday or something like that. But look, it's... Look, my hand was raised. I don't care. I really don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, by any means, win. That's it. I'd rather, I'd rather win a bad decision than lose a good one. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, look at Smullen. He won that fight. He, he won that fight, and then he lost. That, that, was, like, that wasn't a great night for what are you supposed a, a to do with that? Like, yeah. So, but whatever. Yeah. The thing, the thing is about the sport now as well. Not only do you have to be like, it, it's all. It's more than just fighting or just winning. You have to do it in style. You also have to be able to do everything off the mic. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of lads like, like yourself are actually doing a really good job. Yeah. Like, um, what sort of feedback are you getting from the way you're actually like walking the walk, talking the talk and delivering? On the big, biggest stage. I'm literally Dublin. just being myself. Yeah. And I don't believe in trying to be out and out. Like, don't get me wrong. Look, people are doing, like, I know, like, you fucking, they see, like, Kobe Covington and all these donkeys, man. And they're acting like Egypts and yeah. they're trying to WWE. make a name for themselves. And... Yeah. They're more interested in attention, and that's fine, that's grand. But like, at the end of the day, when he's retired, people are gonna look back at his legacy and his career and be like, he was a donut, that lad. He's no. a, he's he's not funny, he's cringy, and that's fine. If you want to be remembered like that, do your thing, respect, fair play to you. But Selling I think you should just be yourself, and that's it. And then, but if they like it, cool. If they don't like it. Kill. You know what I mean, I don't care. Do you yeah. know what I mean, so I'm just being. So myself. you're gonna put all the 155 pounders on blast now, on notice uh, yeah. down in Bellator. Is there anyone who you particularly want to get your hands up? Um, sorry, I'm back. I said uh, last week he's a 15 and one former world champion with a different uh, organization. I went to the fight in London. He fought Terry Brazier. I used to chase the Terry Brazier fight back in the day in Bama, yeah. just because he had the belts and. Uh, that's the only reason I really wanted to fight him is he had the two belts but right now like, and, and I've met Terry a few times since and he's a gent you know what I mean and it's hard not to like him he's actually sound and yeah. I, I've talked to him loads of times and I actually think he's a, a decent lad he's a nice bloke And uh, but when I went to that fight I thought he was going to win and then he didn't he, your man sort of uh, dominated yeah. and it was a boring fight he just held him down did fuck all and I was sitting there a cage kind of frustrated thinking like I'd love to just smack him around just because he was so like he just wrestle fucked him the whole round and I don't like fighters that do that like wrestling is a beautiful sport but when you're just holding someone down and doing nothing that's not a fight that was like the Aaron Chalmers it's fight it's not a fight the it's Aaron not a Chalmers fight, fight it's that's ridiculous carrying on do you know what I mean yeah, I, I yeah. don't get me wrong I love wrestling if you're holding a man down for 15 minutes and you're happy about that do wrestling fuck off and do a different sport yeah. you have to fight some sort of way do you know what I mean whether it's advanced to a, a position or a ground on pound or something you know what I mean so uh, but that's a fight and again that's a legit fight he's 15 and 1 
He hasn't been beaten in years. He held a, a world title in a different organization. Yeah. And that's the I like the way you're not mentioning the organization as well. Uh, well that's, that's a loyal, that's a loyal employee. Your Bellator. They're paying, me, they're, they're paying me too well to say on else. Don't please mention that. I don't want to say on. What, yeah. what about Miles Price? Would you be interested in that fight? Who? <laughs> Who? That English lad? Yeah, the English no, lad. No, I'm not into that fight at no. all. No, I, don't, I think he's... He's, no, he's done. Yeah, he's uh, dead. Uh, he's he's, done. He hasn't been back in a crisis. He's nothing. No, but, I don't uh, think here, so. Come here, I need to ask you, right? You're, gonna, you're now aiming for 155 pounds, yeah? Um, like, how meticulous are you going to have to be with your diet hitting that? Because I know you hit 159 there, didn't with you? With the diet? Yeah. Like, a, like, like, how, like how, what, on a scale of 1 to 100, how like, exactly do you have to... Be <coughs> man's after being over there going, here, if you want any crepes out on the stand with the Nutella, I just have to relax and all that grub and then for a while yeah. not, not get... Blow so up it, it, it won't be overly difficult now. No, I don't know. The last one was all right, to be honest. I think. Yeah, because um, yeah, you were looking fresh enough, and you said during it the week. It was all right. Like, look, it's hard. It's always hard. But I've never missed yeah. weight ever. I've never missed weight. I've never even gone down to the scales, checked it, and missed it and gone back. Like I've always made weight, yeah. always. And I always think it's just more of a mindset thing that. I was afraid to go from 170 to 155 the first time because I was thinking, I don't know how my body's going to react to this. Yeah. But last week, I did like a, a very easy cut and I made 159. And I was like, Jay, that was actually, that was grand to walk down to the scales yeah. and my nutritionist was happy. He actually said I could make 145. Yeah. Believe it or not. Oh, he you got, said that on stage. He yeah. said that to me. He's like, oh, I could get you to 145. And I was like, mm, I don't know about that now. Featherweight. You're like, those crepes really? look really? all right. Like, <laughs> but, uh, 155, I reckon, definitely the next time. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And, and how do you feel like you match up against Pitbull? Yeah, I think uh, he's good. Everyone's good. But mm. I don't think he's that good. Again, people put these people on a pedestal and his name and his this and his mm. that. But he's he is the, the champ. champ. Oh, he's the champ, whatever. Everyone's a champ for a minute and then someone else is the champ. And Pedro's going to be him. Watch. Pedro's yeah. going to be him. Yeah. You'll see that in a We're few weeks. A bit. We wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, well. Pedro is 100% going to be him. That man is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you now. It's funny because, again, he comes onto the scene and people's like, who's this guy? And it's only because we know him from the gym and his work ethic and we see yeah. it. People don't respect it. But then he's been on a winning streak. And now he's fighting the champion. Yeah, and Portuguese it's like, Paddy. And people are still down him saying, ah, who is he though? It doesn't matter if you know who he is or not. You wait to see that man. He's going to be in his face from the bell until until it's over. And uh, I truly believe that Pedro is going to smoke him yeah. and become a world champion. That's going down March 13th in a few, in few weeks. Yeah, man. Yeah. Big time. Big time. That, that's that's going to be uh, seriously uh, yeah, And he deserves feet. it as well. He's one of the hardest working human beings I've ever seen. I'm on the mat with him every day, man, and the work he puts into the gym is is next to him. Honest yeah. to God, he's a, he's a grafter. Yeah. What, what's the buzz like in SPG now at the moment? Like, just things are really blowing up. Like, obviously, Connor's back in the scene. Like, I mean, you got the new, the monster, yeah. new gym. Like, what, like what, what's it like going in every day it's now? It's brilliant, yeah. Like, I mean, it, from the SPG we come from, the little mat, do you know what I mean? With, like... Yeah. cold showers and like you know damp and no heating to what we are in now we're in a facility where there's like two floors about eight training rooms sauna there's dorms there's beds there's yeah. fucking you know what i mean you get lost in the place nearly um so i'm just very grateful for that and obviously the team's at the ground as well and uh, there's a lot of fighters that travel over now and stay in the dorm so every day i go into the gym there's new bodies to learn from and train with and uh it's brilliant it's brilliant to just have so many different bodies and obviously connor's back now flat out and having him in the gym always adds to the, to the energy of the, the room, do you know what I mean? And again, seeing his work ethic from what he was to what he is to where he's going to go now is great. And that just lifts us all up and, it's and helps us push. Yeah, it's great for us as well, do you know what I mean? Because we're so mm. close to it. And, yeah, uh, where, where do you see him going next? Do you, who do you see him fighting next? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I mean, there's so many options for him. I'd love to see him get the Khabib fight again, to be honest. And I think a fully focused Connor is unbeatable. I really think that. And uh, 
I mean, I think the, the Kabir fight was very good, but I don't. It wasn't a dominant fight or anything. It was actually a pretty close. No. Watch the fight again. I think people I, watch it once and com- you have to rewatch it and watch mm. the third round and watch. I think, it I think he won the third round, Connor. Didn't oh, he one hundred percent won the yeah. third round. But like, I think it's just if a fully focused Connor, if mm. the Connor shows up that fast around and the last fight shows up. Khabib's done in the that, first that was an absolute mauling wasn't it yeah, yeah I it think that's, that's what I'd like to see to be honest yeah but Khabib's already lined up to fight Tony Ferguson at UFC 249 yeah, like what, what, what are you expecting from that because that's Khabib by decision just drags him down holds him down five rounds yeah yeah he, 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 he is incredible at that, isn't he? Like, no, yeah. no, no one's had an answer for that. Uh, if you were to fight Khabib, what, 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 would, what way would you try to fight him? I'd try to take his chin off his face. I wouldn't be <laughs> trying to wrestle him. Or, yeah. Again, it's a fight. I mean, mm. you can't deny a knockout. You can't, you know, you can, you can wrestle and tussle and do what you want, and yeah. it can go either way, or you can ball up your fist and try to take his head off, and if he hits the deck, then job done. Do you know, and that's the way I think when I'm going into a fight. I think that's the... The safest bet, you know what I mean, is yeah. knocking someone out, and that there's no question about who won. Then you know that's that's my uh, that's my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Kiever, thanks a million for coming on. Thanks, uh, no thanks worries, for the chat, Barry. Do you have anything to finish off? With? No, I just want to say thanks a million for coming on. Thanks yeah, very absolute much. gent. Yeah, up the dubs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Thanks, guys.